0: It's time to ring that bell and take it home as Jimmy J calls it outside of the ring. Welcome to Take It Home TV. We're drawing closer to the biggest event of the year for pro wrestling, WrestleMania. Well, there's a rumor that's swirling around about a WWE legend scheduled to be a part of this event in some capacity, may even have a match, I doubt it, but we're going to talk about it today, in addition to that, the coronavirus, not only infecting, but affecting the world and the pro wrestling universe, I'm going to talk about that as well, and how it's affecting the world of pro wrestling, I'm going to touch on AEW Revolution, I'm going to touch on WWE Elimination Chamber, all that and more on today's episode of Take It Home TV, where we ring that bell and wrap up each and everything going on right now, major news topics in the world of pro wrestling. And by now, if you don't know who this ruggedly handsome individual is with these melodious tones piping right through your speakerphone, I am the host, the host that covers the most Jimmy J, and now that I got myself over, got that out of the way, we can talk pro wrestling. Oh, bell ringers! I'm excited. You see, I'm in the dungeon right now. I'm excited to be back. Uh, The last episode, episode 54 that I did was quite some time ago. I've taken like a little hiatus from the Take It On TV episodes, but that's because I've been super busy, and if you've been following yours truly, and if, well, first and foremost, if you want to follow yours truly, you can... On social media, on Twitter at jhag719. That's jhag 719 On Instagram at taking home TV. You can like us on Facebook at Take It home TV. And if you haven't done so already, please subscribe below. Ring that notification bell for all the updates on taking home TV. I have been just extremely busy lately, planning and coordinating these watch parties for the pro wrestling events. For those that know, you know. For those that don't, I. Run watch parties out of Buffalo Wild Wings, out of New York City, various locations for WWE and AEW events. We are looking to expand to other organizations as well, like NWA, MLW, and Impact. And I'm going to keep everybody up to date on that as we draw closer to those events and if we are able to do so. So I'm coordinating that. I've been doing my weekly duties for Brie Combination Wrestling, it's an independent organization out here in New York, and they are growing rapidly, and I have a weekly show for them on their YouTube channel, it will be also going on Fight TV soon, and in addition to that, if you subscribe to this channel, you can see it on Taking Home TV weekly, it drops Monday nights around 7, 8 o'clock at night, so I've been busy, I've been uh, making some moves, making some phone calls, trying to grow the brand, haven't had an opportunity to sit down and talk pro wrestling on a Take It Home TV episode. For those that are listening, I appreciate you. Yeah, I do. Listening on wherever you listen to your podcast. Whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever it is in the world. I appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. For those viewing this ruggedly handsome guy, I know you, you get a gift. Because you're not only seeing me, but now you can hear me as well. And visualize and, and hearing you get the total package. You get the Lux Luger. But I'm here, and this episode, I had to do an episode today because I was thinking about there's so much going on, and there's always so much going on in the world of pro wrestling. It's hard to cover everything, but when it gets to the point where it starts brewing and overflowing with things to talk about, I definitely need to get something out here. So I found the time to make this episode. Uh, Today, we're going to start off actually with this whole coronavirus thing going on right now. Um, It's... All over the world, everybody's in, like, hysteria. It's a mass hysteria. Everybody's in a panic. And when you really look at what this is, it's just a different form of the flu. It's just that we don't have a vaccine yet. But everybody's panicking. Everybody's running to the supermarkets. Everybody is grabbing whatever they can grab off the shelves. All the hand sanitizers are gone, okay? Uh, Medicine and canned foods and water off of the shelves. People are actually, okay... They're actually charging three times the amount for a bottle of Purell just to make a profit on everybody's uh, emotions, everybody's uh, sudden reaction to this news of the, the spread of this virus or whatnot, the viri going around here. Everybody's treating it like a zombie apocalypse right now, and it's affecting a lot of businesses. It's affecting the pro wrestling world as well. New Japan had to cancel I think the first half of their cup that they have going on from the 16th to the 21st, that's canceled. Um, There's also some other things that are going on for tickets like Mania. There's a lot of tickets left for WrestleMania right now because people don't want to travel. They don't want to be around a large group of people because you never know who has the virus, who doesn't. And even ticket sales on weekly shows such as Dynamite and Raw and SmackDown have dropped. If you look at the arenas... They're more empty than they usually are. And that's that's bad. It's not good right now. I mean, I look at it like this. Every single business right now, except if you're in a medical field, you're struggling. Okay? If you're in uh, a service business, like, for instance, if you're in the food business, you know what? Listen, you're going to have problems. People might not want to buy the food, depending on the location you're in. Let's say if you're in a location that's heavily populated with uh, Asians, okay, people might not want to buy anything from over there. I mean, think about it. I'm only wondering how the Chinese food sales are doing right now, okay? And again, it's not a shot towards anybody. It's a realistic statement right now because this is all stemming from China and it's traveling from China to Italy, to the U.S., people that have been traveling back and forth. And it was only a matter of time before it hit New York because New York is the mecca Okay, of everything for the world. It's the center of the world, okay? That's what they call it, and it really is, man. It's There's a lot of frequent flyers in and out of New York every single day. And it's only a matter of time. Transit, transit almost went on lockdown over here. It's been a mess. But as far as the pro wrestling world is concerned, I mean, it's affecting a lot of organizations, except AEW. Because AEW has... Went on record and said that, look, we're, we're not going to be faced by this. We're going to continue to deliver on the dates that we had planned. Uh, on top of that, Chris Jericho had tour had a tour for Fozzie. He's he's going to continue with his tour. He's not going to change anything with the tour. So you know, there's people that are panicking about it and taking proper precautions. But then there's also people that are saying, you know what, I'm not going to let this affect me or my business. But we are aware of the situation. We will take you know, the proper measures to ensure everybody's safety, okay, I mean, WWE is doing just that as well, they have like a no touching of the superstars, like fans are not allowed to touch superstars now uh, because of the whole virus going around, so you have to keep your distance and uh, keep your hands to yourself, so, you know, I think that's that's necessary, okay, and it's tough, it's tough when you're in a business like this because you interact with a lot of different people, and that's Not only goes for the talent, that goes for the fans as well. If you're in an arena, you're surrounded by people. So, you know, just bear in mind, you know, take proper, you know, measures to protect yourself uh, because you don't know who has and who doesn't have it. But you know what? Don't let it consume you. Don't let it affect your life. Where you know now you're not doing anything. You're locking yourself inside of your house. You you can't let it. You can't live like that. You just can't do it. So. That's all I really want to talk about uh, with this coronavirus. I don't want to talk about the whole episode. I don't want to let the virus consume this episode because we have a lot to talk about. And right now, I want to get into this rumor that's going around for WrestleMania right now. And this talent that is scheduled to be there and people are talking about this gentleman to be a part of WrestleMania in some capacity. And his name... Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now, Stone Cold scheduled to be a part of Raw next Monday because it's 3:16. Only makes sense, right? Uh, WWE is on the road to WrestleMania. We know that. We know WrestleMania is the biggest event of the year. And we're going to talk about uh, WrestleMania this year as well. Uh, something separate, though, from this. But just to touch on this subject. Now, the rumor is Stone Cold is going to be a part of WrestleMania in some capacity. I hope to God that he is, because I love to see Stone Cold, but I don't want him to wrestle. I don't. As much as I would love to see Stone Cold in another match, I just don't think it's necessary right now. I think that if this was me a couple of years ago, selfishly, I would say, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Throw Stone Cold in another match. I want to see it. But I don't. Because who are you going to have him face right now? Are you going to put him against a young guy? I mean, you could do that. You could do that if you're going to have that young talent go over. But who do you want to give the rub to? Kevin Owens, because you've been using the stunner. I don't know. Should Stone Cold come back and face a legend like The Rock, Austin Rock again? No, I don't know. I I just don't see. Like, how can you build that? I'm sure you can. I'm sure it'll be a uh, you know a draw. And the reason I believe that he's definitely going to be a part of this event in some capacity, whether he's maybe managing somebody, special ref, or even wrestling, which I doubt, highly doubt, is because of the ticket sales. And this goes hand-in-hand with the coronavirus. Ticket sales have been really low for Mania. I mean, you would think by now that at least, you know, three-quarters of the tickets would have been sold. That's not even the case. So they have a lot of tickets available. They need a draw. And... Well, we see a couple of matches that are going to draw, which we'll talk about momentarily. But talking about Stone Cold, he's one of those guys. He's, he's a name that when you hear his name, it's just like another level. Okay, He's in that elite tier of talent. He's a superstar that you can't compare to many others. Okay, On his tier, The Rock, Ric Flair... You know, names like that, okay? Not many people. Not many people in his tier. In my eyes, Stone Cold's right there on the top. He's number one in my eyes. But, you know, overall, for the majority, he's if he's not number one, he's definitely in that top tier. So you know what I'm talking about. He's in that special light. And there's not many people you can put against Austin. Now, if you want to get somebody over, then hell yeah. Have Stone Cold do the job or you know, for lack of a better term, do the job to somebody else to give them the rub. Why not? Okay, why not? Because you have to make those stars. Those stars of the future, like I've been saying before, they have to be present now, and I don't see many of them. I see Drew McIntyre. That guy is going to be a damn good star. I mean, he's going to be a superstar one day, eventually. He's going to be a damn good talent. He already is. Uh, but keep doing what you're doing with him. Keep building him. Keep promoting him. Do the right thing. You know, you look at uh, Bray Wyatt, the fiend. I, I, I man. You know, I got to talk about this briefly, and I don't want to be the dead horse here because it's old news now. Goldberg beating him in Saudi. It's horrible. It's a horrible move. Now, people can try to justify that. For me, there's no justification. I'm sorry. I don't care what you say. There's no reason Goldberg should have won that match. There is absolutely zero reason, okay? Obviously, it was for the money. Obviously, that's what Saudi wanted, okay? But why would you do that to a character that you built up so much? Now, you can have a counter-argument for that and say, Well, Jimmy, you know... They gave him the title too quick, so eventually they had to get that title off him. And why not give it to Goldberg, give Goldberg that heat, and have Roman beat Goldberg so you can get Roman over? Because that's Vince's life goal right now, to get Roman Reigns over. It's been his life goal for years. And he's still obviously trying to do that. And I think that's thats why it's, it happened, and because he wants to get Roman over. That's it. It's, it's all about getting Roman over. that That's what it comes down to. But why sacrifice the Fiend after building him? And WWE does this. This is no surprise. They've been doing this a lot, and it's bad for business. I mean, of course, you're going to get people like myself, who's a die-hard wrestling fan, who grew up on WWE, who's just going to continue to watch the product because why? Because I have faith that something is going to change, or maybe I'll just like something, or maybe I just want to talk about something on the episode or with wrestling fans, something to talk about. Fine, but you're going to have people out there that are newer wrestling fans that are going to be like, "This is BS." I'm not going to watch this. There's so many options out here. Why? Why am I going to watch WWE? And that is what you have to focus on. You don't have to focus on fans like me. Because you know you got me already. You have to focus on the newer fans. The fans that are coming up in the game. The fans that you want to grab from these other companies. The fans that you want to grab as soon as they come fresh out of the gate watching wrestling. Okay, That's who you want. And this is not the way to do it. You don't build somebody just to destroy them. I mean, look what they did with this whole Eric Rowan thing okay they they destroyed this whole little gimmick with the cage and what was under that. They destroyed it with one shot with the steel steps gone out of here why 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 it it doesn't make any sense to me, so going back to my point with Wrestlemania and stone Cold Steve Austin or whatnot, like you can't put the guy against many people unless you're gonna have that other person go over. Uh, And who do you want to make a star right now? Who really deserves it? I mean, there's a a handful of people at that who I see that have that potential. And again, who am I to judge? But from a fan's perspective, you know, I want to be entertained. But I also want to see an individual that has that superstardom written on them. Okay? That you can see that. That you can feel that. More importantly, and there's not many people. I see Drew. I see Seth Rollins, barely. Um, KO has that shot. Sami Zayn is is great on the mic. He just some things. I mean, there's a lot of people that have potential, and there's a lot of people that have to smooth out those edges, but there's no one yet, excluding maybe AJ Styles, that have those edges smoothed out. Okay, AJ and Randy Orton. And that's, you know, honestly... It got me thinking, like, we don't need to have so many legends, quote-unquote, matches. Or like that, you know what I'm saying? Or dream matches. You have a couple. Of course, it's always great to see that at WrestleMania, right? We have right now, we have Edge and Randy Orton. Great storyline. Even though what I think happened on Raw could have been tweaked a little bit. And I'm going to talk about that momentarily. Uh, And we have Undertaker and AJ. Now, which, again, I will talk about momentarily. So what are you going to really add? Now, again, this is all a rumor. Stone Cold's coming to Raw. There's going to be something built with him on Monday Night Raw, and it's going to lead into something at WrestleMania. Um, People are talking about another match with Austin. I doubt it. If Austin does, however, if by any miracle that he does step back in that ring and faces somebody at WrestleMania, that is going to be a huge draw. That will definitely, that's almost guaranteed to fill up every seat in that arena. Because it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. And this is a man that we thought would never wrestle again. But apparently, miracles happen. We've seen it with Daniel Bryan. We've seen it with Edge in the neck. And I'm pretty sure Stone Cold. Step in that ring. And I would love to see the Texas Rattlesnake not only deliver a couple more stunners with some steak on it, but have a couple more beers at the biggest event of the year, WrestleMania. Oh, hell yeah. You know, that WrestleMania feel is here, but it's not the same as it used to be. You know, it was this huge spectacle back in the day. I mean, it still is, but the feel of it, you know, once you hit the rumble, Man, we were hype. We couldn't wait for WrestleMania. And now, it's like, oh great, you know, WrestleMania's here. You know, it's biggest event of the year. I'm happy for it, but I don't have that same excitement. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because of years of the company being lax and not delivering. Uh, I, I don't know what it is exactly, but I can tell you that the feel that I've had years ago compared to the feel that I have now is different. But I'm still excited about Mania. And I look at some of the matches that are on the card here. Uh, Legends matches I'm talking about here, or dream matches, if you will. AJ and Undertaker. So, Chamber. Great watch party, by the way. We had a decent outcome. Shout out to Bronx Wrestling Federation for coming out and supporting and hosting. Uh, But the Undertaker emerges during the AJ styles alistair Black match and Chokeslam's AJ. Um, And thus setting up the storyline, with him and AJ at WrestleMania. Rumor has it there's going to be stipulation, like a casket match, I doubt it. I think there is going to be some sort of a stipulation. It's not just going to be a regular match between the two, but I am excited about this one. Undertaker, it's always good to see him at WrestleMania, but the question comes to mind, when is the end? When is The Undertaker's last match going to be? We thought it was going to be multiple times ago. It's not. I guess it all depends on... Him and how he feels. Maybe, just maybe, he's waiting to see if he can get in the ring with the man they call Sting. I don't know. But this year it's going to be AJ. And I think it's going to be one hell of a match. I think uh, even if Undertaker is not the same Undertaker from years ago, I damn well know AJ Styles will hold it down in this match. And I want Taker to win, though. I I need the Taker to win and keep building that momentum if he's still going to be there. Okay, And if he's ever going to have that opportunity to face Sting Because that, my friends, that will be something special. I think that's, other than Stone Cold stepping back in the ring again, that is the match I want to see, Undertaker and Sting at WrestleMania. I think most of us can agree on that. Maybe, obviously, it's not the right timing. You know, it may be sloppy, but I think from a fan's perspective and growing up in that era, I don't think there's ever a time where I would say I don't want to see that completely because that's a dream match of mine. I would love to see it. So... AJ Undertaker, I think, it's a positive. Uh, Edge and Orton now. Uh, this whole feud, I love it. I love the storyline they have with Edge and Orton. I love the build to it. Raw this past week, though, was a little awkward. Edge comes back, but doesn't really get to Randy Orton completely. Gives him an RKO, but then takes his frustrations out on MVP in the ring. And yeah, that's all well and good, but if Randy was right there, why couldn't you... Run after Randy Orton. Why couldn't you chase him out of the arena? Now, we've seen him, you know, running on the stage, running after Orton, but that was it. Why couldn't we have something in the backstage of Edge, like, literally chasing Orton, Orton, scrambling into a limo or a car, getting away barely from Edge, building this even more. I just can't wait to see what they're going to be doing over the next couple of weeks leading to WrestleMania. Uh, But... Great, great storyline with Edge and Orton. Uh, that's how you book, honestly. That's how you make storylines. That's how you get the fans emotionally invested. That's what they need to do more of with the other talent, okay? And then I think about it like this too, man. You know, WrestleMania. You know, it's, this is the time for guys to shine, okay? And new talent to go over. And it's McIntyre's time. It is Drew McIntyre's time. They are building him every single week. You have to put that belt on him, okay? There is no excuse. You have to give him that world championship. He has to beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Because if he doesn't, with all this build, if Drew does not beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, okay, then I will say WWE is in a lot of trouble because you just don't do that. You, you, you don't. You don't. Where do you go from there? Who else are you going to build now? Drew is the guy. I called it last year. I said Drew is going to be the man of 2020. It's simple. Okay? Drew McIntyre. Just look at his whole gimmick. Look at the demeanor. Look out how he holds himself. And how he cuts promos. And everything all around. Drew has it. That it factor. That's what a lot of people need to to grasp and understand. That this is the guy. This is where the company needs to go. Into the McIntyre era. And that is what we're going to see at WrestleMania. I'm pretty damn sure. I'll put money on it. I will put money on it. But if I'm wrong, oh, man. Oh, man. There's going to be so much backlash. So much backlash for the WWE. But overall, WrestleMania is starting to shape up. You know, obviously, we're going to see that whole Roman Reigns, Goldberg thing getting Roman over. That's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. And there's going to be other matches incorporated ...at that pay-per-view. You know, Shayna Baszler, Becky Lynch, which for some reason, I'm just not really invested in that match. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just... It just... Something's missing for me, personally. Uh, But I just hope that Mania does deliver this year. And I hope that they draw a large enough crowd where you don't see a lot of empty seats because of this whole coronavirus going on. But I'm going to keep everybody updated. There's going to be another episode... Before WrestleMania, I'm going to run down the entire card, I'm going to give you my thoughts and opinions of the show and of every single match the week before WrestleMania. Because also, folks, you got to bear in mind, I'm going to be hosting a huge watch party for WrestleMania at Buffalo Wild Wings in Forest Hills, Queens. So if you're in the New York City area or around the Tri-State area, you're going to want to attend this event. I am locking down the restaurant at 71st and Continental. It is ours. All the fans, uh, shout out to Bull James and Outlaw Wrestling for hosting this. They are coming over straight after their show. They have a show from 2 to 5. After that, everybody is spilling over into Wild Wings for the after party, for the Mania Party, and it is going to be a spectacle. I'm going to have a couple of raffles. I'm going to have a money game. It is going to be a great time for pro wrestling and uh, for us and for myself and Just for everybody who comes out. So make sure you mark that date on your calendars. But, you know, I wanted to cover, I wanted to touch on my thoughts on the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view and the AEW Revolution pay-per-view. So AEW Revolution, uh, it happened some time ago. And I don't want to recap the whole thing because, again, it's been some time already. Uh, But I enjoyed that pay-per-view. I had one hell of a watch party, great turnout, about 100 people over there. Um, The fans loved it. I like the fact that Moxley beat Jericho. I was happy about that. Wasn't happy about MJF beating Cody, but I I understand what they're doing there with the storyline. If there was anything I could have done different about that, I don't think anything. Honestly, I'm thinking about it now. I I really... There really wasn't a bad thing to say about the AEW Revolution pay-per-view. I mean, you know, AEW has has been really delivering. A lot of fans are behind them. Uh, and they had to, they, they had a lot of pressure on them coming out of the gate because, you know, you build it up, you give it this hype. Now you have to live up to that hype. And I believe, I know in my heart, they have, uh, Jericho dropping the title. People said it might've been a little too soon. I didn't think so. I think Moxley's the guy you need to run with in the company right now. Jericho was the guy you had to give it to initially because he's the household name, But people know Moxley. People know who Dean Ambrose was back then, okay? But people know that Jonathan Good, okay, real name, government, will deliver, okay? He's not only a hell of a talent, but, you know, he cuts a great promo, okay? And he's very real. You feel that. You feel that organicness about Moxley. So, I like that fact. I like the direction that they're going. I like the fact that AEW doesn't have a lot of pay-per-views like every single month right now, which is great. And I also noticed that they have these little pay-per-view feeling uh, dynamites here and there. You know, like they had the Bash of the Beach dynamite, right? And now they got the Blood and Guts one, which is like a war Games, which is almost a shot to WWE. Because, you know, they couldn't use the name. Well, guess what? They changed the name with the same kind of match. So it's going to be, you know... The Inner Circle going against the Elite. And that is going to... It's funny because that's going to be held March 25th. On that episode, they're going to be close to New York. They're going to be right here in Newark, New Jersey. So that's like a shot to WWE because they're right here in the Northeast, man. And you know, they're going to draw a crowd. Forget about all this, you know, Corona scare going on. I think people are going to beat it. They want to see this one. And hell, I wish I had... The I, I really do, man. I'm, I'm so upset about it. I wanted to make it to this. It's a Wednesday night, but because of the fact of my work obligations and not only Wednesday, but the next day, I, can't, I just can't do it. But yeah, they're going to have one hell of a show on the 25th, I believe, for that blood and guts. I am excited about that, man. Uh, you know, Dusty, this is Dusty's idea, okay? And it's only right. It's only right that... They do something like this, and Cody does something like this. I mean, I think Cody has been holding the Rhodes name uh, to that the highest standard. Okay, he's doing one hell of a job. So, big shout out to you, Cody, Brandy, Dustin, and the entire uh, family over there the Nightmare family, everybody who's behind the scenes making this happen, all the talent you guys are doing from a fan and a lifelong wrestling fan to you who's not only, uh, who are not only talent or part of the roster, but I know you guys are fans as well. Big shout out. Kudos to you guys. You're doing one hell of a job. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. I I'm impressed. I I really am impressed and I'm happy. I'm happy that we have all these options for pro wrestling right now, honestly. And it's a beautiful thing. It really is a beautiful thing. So, shout out to them. I wish I could have had a recap for you guys and girls on Dynamite cuz this is dropping Wednesday night and Dynamite is tonight. So, I can't do it. I don't want to talk about last week because the new week is already here. But don't worry. Next episode, I will be keeping everybody up to speed with what's going on in the world of AEW. Uh, moving along briefly, WWE Elimination Chamber. I was not happy, really, with the pay-per-view. It was mediocre. Uh, we didn't see any championship matches, like world championship matches, except for the women's. And they were the main event, which is good because they deserve to be number one. And number two, it was like National Women's Day, I believe, Uh that this, the day that this event was going on. I don't think it was the greatest event, but I don't think it sucked either, okay? Because there were moments. The Undertaker moment was special, okay? Always great to see the Undertaker. Always uh, interesting to see how they're building towards WrestleMania. That's what these events do, these middle events right here, t- you know, in between the bigger events, uh, especially on the road to Mania. And I didn't expect it, so they got me off guard with that one. Alistair Black and AJ did have the match of the night, though. Definitely, hands down, I think they had the match of the night. Overall, no DQ. Um, but that was it. I mean, the fans that were there, the reactions that I that I got from the crowd was okay. It was surprisingly okay because from some of the other pay-per-views that I've spoken to a lot of fans about uh, in regards to WWE, they were not happy completely. But the crowd that I had at Wild Wings for the watch party they actually enjoyed it and I, I was shocked and i mean look i i can't really sit down when i'm hosting one of these parties to actually watch the event so what i do is afterwards i watch it or the next day i watch it in its entirety and then i you know give my analysis on it so that night i heard you know bits and pieces obviously i heard the gong it wasn't the domino's gong it wasn't any other gong it was the undertaker gong the only gong that you need to know and i heard it and i was looking i was paying attention to the screens i i, I did watch most of the main event for the Women's Elimination Chamber match. But other than that, it was bits and pieces that night. But I got the fans' reactions, so they were, they were happy with that. As long as they had a good time, in my eyes. Because you know what? That's what wrestling's supposed to be. It's supposed to be fun. It's sports entertainment. Yes, it's pro wrestling, but we already know it's a predetermined outcome, so there's that entertainment aspect to it. Um, WWE... I I don't know, I guess they worked with the cards that they were dealt, or maybe they dealt their own cards and they had to play them the way they did at the Chamber, I don't know, but it was not as good as AEW's Revolution the week before, especially even the turnout wasn't that good. Now, they were in Philly too, and you would think that, you know, the crowd would be a little more live. They were live, but they weren't like the Philly crowd that we know. So that tells you something right there. But overall, back-to-back weeks, filled with events, filled with pro wrestling Always a good time to be a pro wrestling fan, um, you know, in 2020 right now. I mean, there's other people that think different. There's other people that say there were other eras that were better than the era that we're living in now. And it's subjective. You can feel that way. I've had a gentleman, shout out to uh, the No Marks Allowed podcast and brand. He was at the show. He came out to support AEW Revolution and the watch party we had for that. Uh, But he disagreed with the fact in my statement saying that, Pro wrestling is the best it's ever been. He thinks it was during maybe the Attitude Era, early 2000s. Hey, it's subjective, folks. You have your opinions. I have mine. I just look at it. I give my hypothesis based on what I see And based on the fact that I am a lifelong pro wrestling fan. So, don't want to be a dead horse. Don't want to talk about these two pay-per-views too long. want to get right into the indies right now. Because there's a couple of indie events coming up that I think everybody needs to know about this month. March 22nd, ICW. If you're in or around the tri-state area, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and even PA, you're going to want to go to this one. Jersey City, New Jersey. No holds barred. Volume 2, going down for ICW, and the last one was absolutely anarchy, and this one is going to be the same thing. I will be there. I will have the exclusive recap later on in the week if you can't make it, but if you can, please make it down to Jersey City, New Jersey, ICW, No Holds Barred 2. March 27th, in 106 Bergen Avenue, Ridgefield Park, New Jersey, the organization that I work for, Bree Combination Wrestling, BCW, has their biggest Event of the year, you are not going to want to miss this one. Come on out. Tickets are affordable, March 27th. It's at the Knights of Columbus building. Uh, yours truly is going to be there. Uh, I will be busy that night. I will be running around doing a lot of interviews and stuff like that. But if you see me, say hello. We can chat before or after the show. Uh, you know, pre-combination wrestling is... I look at him as the leader of these independent organizations in New York in a way. Because, you know, they're... Taking that next step and being a part of the team, I'm so happy to be a part of that team. Um, you know, I give my thoughts and, and suggestions and I'm happy that the owner's open-minded to that. I have a weekly show with them called The Curtain Call. You can see it on this channel like I stated earlier on their YouTube channel and soon to be on Fight TV. Uh, Curtain Call gets you up to speed pretty much with everything Brie Combination Wrestling. And we pride ourselves on storylines. Okay, That is how we differentiate ourselves from a lot of other indie organizations because, you know, independent wrestling is supposed to be fun and it is, and a lot of organizations, they just put matches together to entertain the fans and there's nothing wrong with that, but we want to be different, we want to add and incorporate that storyline aspect to it, so Bree Combination Wrestling, if you haven't heard of them, please follow them on all social media, BCW Wrestling or Bree Combination Wrestling on Twitter, Instagram, Uh, like them on Facebook, check them out on YouTube, subscribe, to their channel, you will not be disappointed. And uh, lastly, of course, there's mania, but then there's the 11th that I will be at. It's House of Hardcore in Philly once again, April 11th. Uh, come out to that; it's always a great time for H.O.H. So uh, yeah, there's a couple other. There's a lot actually of other indie organizations that are out there that are having events, and I'm gonna keep everybody up to date with the ones that I will be attending. So just keep that in mind. Uh, I don't have really. Much news on the independent wrestling scene right now because everything I'm doing for BCW you can catch on the curtain call. And there is nothing else to really update you with on this episode. Just keep those dates in mind. Mark them down on the calendar because it's going to be one hell of a show every time that you step in the arena for one of these independent wrestling organization events all right bell ringers we're about to wrap up this episode of taking home tv i appreciate you tuning in whether you're viewing me or just listening i appreciate all the support i'm over here in the dungeon i love it i love it over here i mean sooner or later there's going to be a new uh environment that i'm going to be sitting in maybe a studio environment i I don't know but i'm going to miss this either way because it's just very intimate And for me, this is the original spot. This is the headquarters, if you will, uh, for Taking Home TV. Um, But we are expanding, okay? And when I say we, I don't only mean me. I mean, you know, the people that I work with as well. Shout out to a Shot of wrestling. Shout out to BCW uh, and everybody else who supports uh, yours truly, Jimmy J. You know, I got a lot going on. Uh, Positives, though. So I, I don't put out as much videos as I used to I have to prioritize and I also have to compartmentalize okay so whatever's more important has to come first and whatever's paying me or has that potential to pay uh because that's what it's about and I don't want to sound like I'm money hungry because I'm not but I want to be able to do what I love and make money on it and just just enough to be comfortable because I want to get out of that nine to five rut you know we all do we all have dreams we all want them to come to fruition and it's hard work, and you have to keep pushing. You have to stay positive in this negative world that we live in, okay? And it's very hard to do, but you have to maintain yourself. I'm telling you, just think of everything. Cling to the littlest positives out here to help you, it'll help you tremendously. Trust me. I'm not a motivational speaker. But I've been through certain things that help me appreciate other things. So, you know, with that being said, I just want to let you know that I appreciate everyone who tunes in. Everyone who subscribed to the channel, who checks me out on BCW, who's on my uh, social media, who likes comments or retweets, anything that I put up there. And just overall supports Jimmy J. Because in the long run, um, I want everybody to eat on what I'm doing out here. So, for instance, you know, I got these watch parties that I have told everybody before that I plan on going nationwide with, and I really mean that. I want to make that the ultimate experience for fans. Because you can have wrestlers doing a meet and greet, and you're spending 30 seconds to 2 minutes with them, right? But having wrestlers in an environment where they're hanging out with you, okay, is like a dream for some people. And that is the end goal, to have bigger names and to have organizations all be a part of what we're doing with these watch parties and also growing the independent wrestling organizations and the awareness overall of pro wrestling okay because it's something i love and it's something that i think you know we should teach and show the youth and the next generation Okay, and it's nothing negative. It's something positive. It's something entertaining. We got to keep the business thriving, people. Keep it thriving. But for yours truly, Jimmy J, everybody from A Shot of Wrestling, BCW, big shout out to them. They sponsor this, so help them sponsor them or support them. Check them out on all social media, wherever you can listen to your podcast for A Shot of Wrestling and anywhere you can find them on social media, BCW, Shot of Wrestling. Appreciate you guys. Shout out to Buffalo Wild Wings for supporting this as well. They are a sponsor of this show, of this channel. Thank you, Wild Wings, for doing the things that you do. Because, listen, Lord knows and I know there are wild things going on at Wild Wings lately. But with that being said, bell ringers. I'm signing out. I will be having another Take It On TV episode before WrestleMania. Stay tuned. There's going to be some other videos dropping as well. The recap of that ICW No Holds Barred. Of course, the curtain call. The watch party recaps. A lot more to come. Stay tuned. I appreciate you tuning in. And we continue to ring that bell on the pro wrestling world. Have a blessed one.